pickleball is almost like running a business because communication is so important. I was talking with my daughter about her day and she said, you know, mom, communication is so important in my day and I have people who think that they really are great and you have to try to say to them, but are you listening? Right. Are you hearing some criticism? Can you take criticism? Can yes. you take someone saying to you, please try this instead and you might have more luck? Right. And I thought, wow, this is just like pickleball. Hello, everyone. Hi, everyone. Welcome to our first podcast called How You Play the Game. Mm -hmm. It is a podcast about our love of pickleball. Yes. Entrepreneurship, friendship. Yes. So I'm Danielle. And I'm Briar. And we met at playing pickleball. And we both love pickleball. Yes. And love we it. are addicted pickleball players. Mm -hmm. I would agree. Yeah. We met at pickleball mm -hmm. originally. Yes. And I don't know, Briar, just talk a little bit about what your background is and how you got to play oh, pickleball. Yeah, I'd love to. Really, I got to pickleball because my boyfriend plays pickleball. So he was always at the courts playing. And so he said to me, come, come play. And I did. So I was just, you know, hitting the ball and slowly started to really enjoy it. Uh, we went to our first pickleball tournament and then that's where I really got addicted. It was like, oh, <laughs> You need to have some game. You need to have some strategy. You, right. you know, it was lots and lots so of fun. So important. So important. Right. Yeah. But that was a few years ago and we didn't take it really any further until, you know, the next tournament. And then I was like, oh, I really got to get better. So then I took some lessons and then... And oh. were you playing um, like at the same level as Robbie was? No, 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 no. I was a real beginner. Like Robbie was playing advanced with advanced players and I was, you know, on the minor core, <laughs> I guess. <laughs> and but I just, then you played together though. And now we, we play together. Yeah, yeah. Which is so great. It's fantastic. We've yeah. worked very hard at uh, learning how to play together. So nice. And yeah. when I first met you, I was at, you know, the local Y and I look over and, you know, I, you had on this like flouncy little skirt and these shoes and I thought, oh wow, like they're like they're a couple playing pickleball. <laughs> yes. I know it was really nice. <laughs> but we didn't talk then, I don't think. No, well well But Robbie Robbie was very welcoming. Okay, great. And pointers because I knew nothing. Right, right. Well I remember the first time that we played what well, that I really met you or you came to my attention is you were playing against me. And your serve got me like several times. Oh, man. And, yeah, you know, I was like, thing. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you got that thing. It's not only that, it's the serve and return. I was like, who, who's this player that's playing? Gosh, you're being very, yeah. No, I don't know. No, it's amazing. Yeah. Well, you know what? I, it's, it's something that I, it's very fun. It's very fun to play pickleball. So when you are doing, when you're playing now, do you play like how many times a week? Are you and Robbie playing together or oh. do you play mostly alone? Yeah, like great question. Uh, so uh, I play, I drill a couple of times a week because I learned after those few experiences in tournaments that mm -hmm. in order to really get good at the game, you've got to see more and more balls. So drilling is important. I drill a couple of times a week. Right. And then I play 
in a advanced ladder league one day a week. And then um, I try to get in as many games as possible. In the winter time here, it's it's hard. Indoor court space yeah. is difficult. So yeah. it's more rec play, but right. um, yeah. Well, it's good to get out. And I think too, that it's important to just just practice, mm-hmm. right? Just practice. Absolutely. But tell me, how did you get into pickleball? I... Well, we, um, I was living, you know, on a farm, living out in the country, and sold the farm and mm-hmm. moved into town, so to speak, mm-hmm. and uh, thought, well, what are we going to do? And Sean and I looked at each other, and we joined the Y, and we decided we would play squash. And when mm-hmm. you go to the squash courts, you pass by the gym that has the pickleball courts. Right. And I, I had this sort of feeling that maybe a lot of people do, which is like there's old people in there. And um, <laughs> I, I said to Sean, for sure I'm not playing in there. I'm not playing that game. I'm for sure not. Right. And Sean, of course, went, oh, of course I'm, well, I'm not going to either. <laughs> so it was one of those things. And then a fellow squash player said, um, you need to play pickleball. And right. I said, for sure I'm not. And he said, no, you really need to try. And so I, we jumped in. And there's that look when you first go into a court with people looking at you saying, oh no, Mm. these new people are going to be playing with us and we don't really want to play with them. Right. And you have that feeling. Okay. Right? And and I didn't go on YouTube and I didn't know the rules and I felt like, I felt bad. I felt bad. Yeah. Oh, you know. We really, as a more advanced player, I'm not an advanced player, I'm more experienced. Let's call it more experienced. We do try as much as we can to make newcomers feel feel welcome. It's it's hard. We don't get to everyone. And you know, I feel that a little bit now that when someone new comes on, I think, oh no, do I have to play with them? (laughs) And that's bad. And that's bad. And and it would be good if, if organizations could have places where newcomers go and then they advance up. But that's not how this particular system works. So right. just jumped in and and, um, and I you know just started to play and then Sean said, okay, well, if you're gonna try this, I'll try it. And mm-hmm. it was fun, mm-hmm. you know, it was really fun. Right. Yeah. Well, I know after I saw you play, I was like, you need to join us for our drill and practice. Well, I was so like honored to be asked to join the drill and practice. <laughs> And when you said, come, um, come and play, I said, absolutely, whatever. And then you said, it's at 6 a.m. And I said, okay, I I can, I think I can make 6 a.m. work. Like I used to be an early bird. Maybe I can do that now. Right. I'm so glad you did. I know six o'clock is hard, but I work. So it's the only chance that I get really to drill and practice when the gym's available and there's not a lot of people there. Well, and you know, that's the thing that I was thinking about when we were talking about this podcast. I thought it was the drill and practice. It wasn't really, you know, you're not just coming to play games, Mm -hmm. you're drilling and practicing. And Mm -hmm. you started talking about, um, what did you, you were talking about communicating Uh, and how mm -hmm. important communication is. Um, But first of all, I should really just say that the drill and practice has been made so much fun by your leadership. And I know that some of the other women who were there, they just love you and your commitment and your incredible laugh and how infectious the whole thing is. And 
we are so thrilled to be part of it. But anyway, oh, that's just a little bit of an aside. Oh, well, thank so, you. <laughs> yeah, so you said, I think you said something about, like you had read this article, mm-hmm. and you shared the article, which I do want to say it was very heavy duty. It, it was, and a little bit about my background. I, I come from sort of education, right? So mm-hmm. I always like to be informed like when I'm thinking about learning a new skill or strategy, I like to find out what the research says, mm-hmm. right? So how can we be better teammates? How can we be better pickleballers, better athletes? Right. Yeah. And I think that that article you said had talked about, I think, tennis players mm-hmm. and how they communicated, yes. right? And that they were better players. The, the people that communicated the most on the court were better players as a team. They were the winners. They were the winners. Yes, yes. And that actually really stuck with me. And at, I got home and I thought, you know, there's so much, I suppose one could say that pickleball is like life, you know, mm-hmm. generally. But I took it a step further and thought pickleball is almost like running a business because mm. communication is so important. Right. And I was talking with my daughter about her day and she said, you know, mom, um, communication is so important in my day and I have people who think that they really are great and you have to try to say to them, but are you listening? Right. Are you hearing um, some criticism? Can you take criticism? Can yes. you take someone saying to you, please um, try this instead and you might have more luck. Right. And I thought, wow, this is just like pickleball. (laughs) It's exactly like pickleball. Yes, there's someone that's speaking, there's someone's receiving. How is that interaction happening? How do you know how to, to do that and navigate? Absolutely. So when you were saying, you know, like you've got two people on a side, right? You're mm-hmm. playing four and um, sometimes you get into games and you don't even know the person that you're playing with. No. Right. So yeah. are you going to sit and say, hey, what's crackalacking? Are you going to <laughs> you know, uh, like, what's your strategy? That's you know? right. Yes. And uh, how many times do you go for a ball down the center oh, and yeah. no one's saying, I got this. Right. I'm there. I'm there. <laughs> yes. You have a good saying, actually. I, oh. um, I got. No, you don't say I got it. You say, yeah. Yep. Oh, yeah. I yeah. Say, yep. 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 Yeah. I'm there. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. And even that simple word is like, yes, you've got that. So I will step aside. Right. Right. Yes. But a lot of people don't do that. No. So I just had this thought about, Mm -hmm. I said, oh gosh, Eric, I know you're really busy, but let's try doing this podcast together because I think that people that are even just running their own business, like I used to do, Mm -hmm. uh, that want to improve their business and have a really you know positive experience with their employees communication communication with your customers with your competitors i mean yeah. honestly the possibilities are endless endless yeah. endless and we can talk about both pickleball that we love yeah. and yeah. your experience with business i i thought so like yes. it might be kind of an odd thing but i do Ooh. feel like there might be some interest yes. i'm really looking forward to it too and but i just want to come back to the drills okay yes okay yeah because it is drills that you and i mostly do together yes. right we're not meeting to play because you're working and yeah you know i'm not no. so i can play during the day and <laughs> you can't <laughs> darn darn <laughs> But, you know, like, why do we do them? 
Okay. Why, why did you set that up? Uh, so I set it up very selfishly because I know that in order to win and get better, I need to see as many balls as possible. Mm-hmm. And I need as many people around me that are supportive, encouraging, and also want to do the same and just drill and practice, right? Mm-hmm. Because it's the minutia, right? Because in a game, you might see one shot, like one down the line or a couple of down the lines. But, right. but if you practice it over and over again, then, you know, you get better and better and better at it. Right. So setting up the drills tries to mimic, like it skills development, but it tries to mimic a game situation. So we try to make it as playful mm-hmm. and, and competitive as, as possible. Well, I do want to say that I noticed my game improved immediately after the first time you invited me for these drills. Wow. Yeah, I, because we were practicing over and over, like just the simple concept of dinking. Yes. How many times do you get to do that in the game? Because people often, especially at the beginning level, yes. they want to kill the ball, Yeah. right? It's a little just, plastic thing. Yeah. you got to paddle, <laughs> yeah. right? You're just going to want to whack, oh. whack that ball. And it feels good. You know, and it, it feels feel good. <laughs> and you're just like, try to kill the other person. Yeah. So I, I thought dinking, like, why, why is that mm. a warm up even? Right. Like there were things that I just didn't even know. Okay. I must've faked it because you thought, okay, she, oh my gosh. she can, oh, she yeah. can maybe be part of this team, but she doesn't know what really what dinking is. <laughs> So I thought, you know, just this dinking, we must have spent an hour. I was oh, like, hours. Yeah. Yeah. We now were doing, we you know, the backhands, the, the, what do you call that? The infinity, the infinity drill. The infinity drill. I love that drill. Isn't it so good? It's so good. And yeah. I was, you know, like my heartbeat was going. Yes. It's a, it is a drill. It is a workout. It's a workout because you're thinking and executing, right? Yeah. So for people that don't know, the infinity drill is you're just at the kitchen line, you're across from your opponent, and one person is just on the half court, cross court drilling to the corners when they get the ball, and the other person is going down the line. So it becomes this infinity symbol yeah. sort of as you go back and forth, but controlling Right. It's, it's the there. control and yeah. also just getting back to your position. Yes. Right? Because you can cheat and hang out over on the side hoping and All then, the time. yeah, it's not going to work. You've got to get back to the middle. Yes. So I just, I don't know. I thought that was a really good drill. Mm-hmm. And in some respects, I know this sounds like a little bit of a reach, but <clears throat> I'm really big on sort of testing your product out, whether it's a service or your, a jar of jam that you've made or a loaf of bread or mm. whatever you're selling that did really test it out. Okay. And to make sure that your customers actually like it. Right. Like what if you've spent all this time making a jar of jam that actually no one really likes okay. and no one really wants. And in right. a lot of ways, the dinking is the basis and it is testing out your skill level. Like right. if you can't dink, I mean, you're never going to win every shot on whacking the ball over the right. net. Right, yes. So get back to the kitchen line, practice yep. that dink. And I have this thing, you know, test your test your product out. Test, okay. test, test, and test again because yes. you need to make sure that you can really do this. Absolutely. So I don't know. Yeah. I know that sounds like a little bit of a reach, but the dinking part... I know when I started playing with Sean, mm-hmm. he was like, yeah, let's just play. Okay. And I said, hey, like this dinking thing is really cool because I just learned this from Briar, from yeah. her drills. And then he got it. He got uh-huh. it, but he had to get it 
in another place first because he wasn't right. going to get that from me. He was not going to accept <laughs> <Right>. that. <laughs> everyone, <laughs> I'm not an expert. <laughs> exactly. And everyone has an opinion on the pickleball court, right? That's, so. that's absolutely right. And there has to be the chemistry, right? Just, <laughs> yes. Gosh. Yes. So, yeah, I think the, the, the dinking is like the basis. Right. And... Mm-hmm. Just, I mean, we can talk about soft shots, but we'll wait for those for some other things. For other episodes, yeah. yeah. Other episodes. Yeah, I think this has given people a little taste of what the yeah. podcast will be about. Yeah, and really, what I feel like we talked about, you know, why are we doing this? Mm. And I think it is just having fun. Yes. Yes. Having a conversation, mm-hmm. you know, we are new friends. Yes, we are. And uh, like how people can be connected through pickleball yes we might have some of our new friends join us oh my gosh that would be so much fun it would be so much fun yes right and they will i think they will because they also love it yes and i've met people that have their own businesses Mm -hmm. in pickleball and i think that you know there's like a lot of things that are attributable yes like lessons that they've learned on the pickleball court take them away and they take them away away. yeah yeah Yeah. or they see the synergies with business and yeah yeah. so i feel like this podcast is all those things fun friendship yeah but it's also sharing our strategies and some tips for people that also want to learn listen to us wherever you get your podcasts and let us know if you have any topics you would like us to talk about Mm-hmm. because we welcome feedback. Absolutely. Yeah. yeah. And find us on our website for more information about who we are, who yeah. Briar and Danielle are, and the tips and strategies we have for playing your best game. So, paddle up and <laughs> see you next time. See you next time.